0: Feast a fellow Wanderers in the Fourth Dimension, and we're listening to the greatest show in the galaxy. <laughs> Hi, Emma. Hi, Mike. And uh, in this episode, we'll be talking about the Christmas special, Last Christmas.
1: Last Christmas, I Stop. My heart. Stop. And the very Stop. next day, you said Stop. you were gay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's slightly offensive. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, yeah, so Last Christmas, uh, just one thing I want to talk about before we actually talk about the episode. Mm-hmm the astounding lack of hype or advertising that went into this, the, the, this cycle. I don't know if it's just me, yeah. but it seems to be next to flipping nothing about this
0: one. Yeah. That was uh, quite strange. I, Almost forgot, to be perfectly honest, apart from it being on Christmas Day.
1: Oh, I mean, I was exactly the same position. I mean, obviously you have all your Christmas stuff going on mm-hmm. and, you know, you're busy or whatever, but usually someone gets interviewed on a BBC breakfast or someone's on the radio or they have a, a thing on Blue Peter about it or it's mm-hmm. on news. But there was just nothing. It was just so, it was so low key this year. It really struck me.
0: Mm-hmm. It was a bit strange.
1: Yeah, it's a bit strange, and I do think that probably led into um, kind of the viewing figures that that this led to. I mean, this got six point eight million views on Christmas Day, which
0: is still not bad.
1: It's not bad, and when but you consider that the highest rated thing or the highest rated show, which is variously either Mrs Brown's Boys or The Queen's Speech, depending on who you speak, who you believe, really. It only really came in at seven, mm. or just over seven. So I think that I wonder if this sort of this lack of hype, this lack of spending money on advertising, is just kind of indicative of the fact that the BBC just kind of go, well, appointment television is dead. And if, and I think that their assertion is probably correct that on Christmas Day, the day you have a captive audience, mm-hmm. you only get just under 7 million people tuning in live. I mean, in the peaks, the peaks we've had, you know, in the old 70s heyday of viewing, you had 18 million people watching things on. The, the fact that even on Christmas Day, mm-hmm. people are going, do you know what, they'll just watch it on iPlayer, the or, they'll, they're, or they're taping it, and they're, you know, they're spending time with their family now, or they're eating their dinner, so we don't really care.
0: Yeah, I mean, i not lie, I did actually watch this on the iPlayer. After, okay, I, I, say I
1: watched it live because we always watch it live. Mm. So, um, say, uh, Chuck hasn't missed a live broadcast of Doctor Who's 1978.
0: So <laughs> why start now?
1: Why start now? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> even at the, even my in laws' best efforts couldn't derail us watching it live. Um, nice. But yeah, it just it, I think just like you, Mike, I think if it hadn't been for the fact that it was Christmas Day and Doctor Who is now always on Christmas Day, mm-hmm. I would have entirely forgot it was on. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> I found this episode quite low key in, in and of itself. I don't know about you.
0: Yeah, it's 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 kind of a strange one. I've been like partially rewatching it before we started recording here, and I don't know what it was. I think watching it the first time, I was sort of like, eh, okay. And mm-hmm. watching it the second time, I was I was getting into it a little bit more. Okay, it's it's kind of strange because I mean, there's been not... <sighs> okay. Guess what? Internet comment time oh
1: god early in <laughs>
0: people
1: <laughs> people hated, hated
0: this. this people hated this i mean you usually get the contingent of oh doctor who is rude i'm never watching again but i, I it's weird i mean looking at gallifrey Base, there's been a lot of positive reviews mm. there's a lot of like seven eight nines even tens mm. so this is this is a pretty polarizing one i think for a lot of like Twitter comments I've seen.
1: Yeah, I mean the the Twitter Twitter on the day and sort of just after and Boxing Day when people were a lot of people were watching was just people going this is dreadful. And I thought, well, you know, spoiler alert here, I wasn't like wetting my pants about it, but I didn't think this episode was terrible at all. Oh. Um, so how the, I'm not really sure what people hated about it. That's that's kind of what's getting me turned
0: around about this one. I think it was pretty much because this is sort like. Uh, the general feeling is like, oh, Stephen Mott has watched Inception. Mm.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it is basically Doctor Who meets Alien meets Inception meets um, and many others, many other a reference in this one.
0: Yeah, but I mean, consider like, say, I don't know, the Doctor, the Widow and the Wardrobe or say A Christmas Carol, which are referential on previous works
1: well quite so i wonder if if as well i think again sort of just this lack of this lack of kind of energy about it i wonder if that just kind of that sort of pushed into people's reviews of it that people were kind of so there was no hype about it and then people were underwhelmed with no hype mm. it's not like things like time of the doctor for instance where the hype train was unbelievable
0: well a regeneration story wasn't it yeah
1: but then people would say yeah oh, or you know it didn't live up to it but I, I don't know. I just think maybe people were... If, if if people were sort of thinking, well, they haven't said much about it, perhaps it's sort of a... Uh, a sort of a, a closet sleeper bit of genius. I don't mm. know. But again, it's this sort of thing of... I don't know what people are waiting for to happen with the whole concept of the Chris special.
0: Yeah, I can't... They'll, they'll never do anything that's sort of like massively... You know, shake up. I mean, okay, obviously... With the exception of Time of the Doctor, because you got the brand new regeneration cycle. By and large, on the whole, sort of like the Christmas specials tend to be sort of like their own little self-contained things. Mm. Doesn't play too much on like expanding the lore or any. Um, you know, they're, they're just like very sort of like self-contained, and that's mm. why I, I find like a lot of the Christmas specials I can just sort of like take or leave. You know, it's like it's not something yeah. I'm urgently like like oh must rewatch this in the middle of July.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, I think as well, they're kind of, they're still stuck, even after all this time, they're still stuck in this thing of we don't know quite how we want to approach it. Do we go like full whimsy Christmas stuff or do we just say, right, this is an episode that happens to be on at Christmas? And I think that this episode might be one of the most an episode that happens to be on at Christmas we've Mm -hmm. seen. This could really have slotted in anywhere in the season just gone, I think. Yeah. With not really that much changes. I mean, there's a bit of Christmas kind of stuff with all in all the dreams, and mm-hmm. but apart from that, if you sort of change that stuff round a little bit or didn't yeah. reference it, it's it's just a straight episode.
0: Yeah, I mean, it could it could even still keep the Christmas stuff in it, just mm. the events of this episode happen to be set at Christmas or because of the dreamy weamy nature of it all, the sort of Christmas gets weaved into the dreams, as it were. Mm. You know, as an extra layer from from the dream crabs to sort of, like, get their their victims into sort of, like, a more sort of uh, state where they're not going to be distracted in trying to wake themselves up. Mm-hmm.
1: You know? um so i do think as I wonder if as well it was kind of that thing of it was kind of it was it was they're trying to do sort of six and one and a half does of the other they should have just gone full one way. Mm. they should have just either gone full horror or they should have gone full Christmas.
0: See, I don't know if they could have got away with the full horror.
1: Mm. But, you know, we've in this country, we've got sort of a, a big tradition of horrible, <laughs> horrible ghost stories and horrible things like that going on at Christmas. Oh, I mean.
0: Bloody hell, EastEnders Christmas specials. What the fuck?
1: Exactly. You know, people I mean, die like,
0: left and yeah, right. People
1: die, and it's horrible, and, and shit, misery abounds.
0: Shit blows up because, I don't know, forget me over budget at Christmas or something. You've know, got like a car yeah. crash, or bus got to ply through the fucking Rover's Return or whatever. And...
1: <laughs> I believe it was a tram last time. Oh. Uh. <laughs> um but yeah a wonderful CG
0: tram yeah.
1: <laughs> with the CG driver that is hilarious by the way um,
0: marvelous marvelous
1: stuff um I don't know what it is about this I wonder if it was kind of a combination of its two referency which mm. comes across as laziness rather than being an homage
0: yeah yeah I mean I, I think it's probably because of you know inceptions. Popularity, I think that's a lot. why a lot of people sort of, like, drag on this one. I mean, there's nothing wrong with sort of, like, tipping your hat or doing the same thing. Because, I mean, what we've got to remember is there's, there's really very few, sort of, like, new ideas under the sun. Yeah. At, at this point in our, our, our culture, there's going to be, like, stories where somebody's going to go, oh, that's kind of like this thing, or that's kind of like this thing. You know, I struggle to think of anything where, you know, it's going to be completely original, Mm. You know, so yeah. I mean, it's like the the dreams within the dreams within the dreams. You know, I was half expecting that. Brah! Yeah, the wall. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know. I, 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 didn't. This was not a terrible episode for me.
1: No, I'm just gonna say it's not absolutely not terrible. I mm. couldn't ever put this on my finger and say I am done with it. It's rubbish and. <laughs> But I don't know what it is about this one. Um, I think it might be a case of perhaps it's just a little bit too... The, yeah. the references kind of aren't clever enough or sharp enough. It gets kind of directly called out in um, in the flipping episode itself with Alien being most obvious, yeah. Inception. People <laughs> seem to hate Dreams Within Dreams anyway, and mm. it's very like it's sort of it reminds one of Amy's Choice.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. Um.
1: So I wonder if it was just that I say, I think it's just a combination of this feels like it's being lazy mm. in conjunction with no hype. Nothing yeah. really seems because as well, again, with this whole thing of uh, Christmas being event TV, mm. that kind of nothing really... Big happened. I mean, you have this sort of coming together of the Doctor and Clara sort of come back together and confess each other's lies about Gallifrey not being found and Danny having died. Yeah. And, um,
0: but even that...
1: It was so underplayed. This is mm. what I'm getting at.
0: But in a way that I kind of... I kind of liked that because there's this awkward pause between them after yeah. sort of like they've spilled the beans and mm. then they just sort of go, right, okay, so concerning the immediate problem at hand
1: all right park that for now and yeah uh, we'll, we'll worry about it later but no i just think it was so kind of like oh and move on mm-hmm. i was like okay we'll bookmark that for now i appreciate that you've got a massive crab hand thing about to land on your face mm. it, this may not be the best point in which to discuss it but um yeah it was just so kind of dropped and sort of dropped like an anvil and then we don't didn't really talk about it anymore and i don't know just the whole. The whole episode just kind of felt like that. It was kind of like a pregnant pause.
0: Hmm. Hmm.
1: It, and I just think all all these things combined just kind of made it a bit lukewarm feeling.
0: Yeah, I think that's sort of like the best we could say about uh, the it's, 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 it's like general sense. It's, it's, it's sort of. Yeah. What do you make of Nick Frost as Santa?
1: I did like, I was going to say, he was one of my standouts for mm. this episode, actually. I really loved what he decided to to do with it. Yeah. And, um, yeah, this kind of sort of geezerish kind of semi-gangster <laughs> almost um, interpretation of... of Santa Claus, I thought was quite fun and interesting, and I, you know, it's so easy just be the old oh, oh, oh children's mm. sort, of, sort of bloke, but kind of make him a little kind of bit edgy and dark. And I, I mean, I love Nick Frost anyway. I mean, mm-hmm. I've basically watched everything he's ever done, and you know, <laughs> it's it it was it was a fun watch.
0: Mm. Yeah, I mean, it, um, I especially like the bit where uh, he's getting grilled by Shona. It says it says a bit about uh, like having to deliver like presents to like five hundred odd million children. He says. Obviously, I have a second sleigh, and he just takes a sip of his coffee. It's just great.
1: I mean, as well, I do quite like um, Ian and Wolf. His uh, <laughs> Wolf, Wolf. I know his uh, elves, who are kind of like you know the people who, if there's like a bully at school, mm. the kind of ones who hang around and go, "Yeah, yeah. Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly." Great to see Dan Starkey out of makeup as well.
1: Oh yeah, that was fantastic. Uh-huh. Um, I did enjoy that very much, and I think yeah, I I think it was there was there were bits in this that were really fun, and I did like showing right at the beginning dancing (laughs) across the, doing all the dance moves across the the infirmary. (laughs) Yeah, that was great stuff. Um, Something else I really liked about this was actually the Doctor's characterisation. Mm. I mean, because I really enjoyed the the kind of it really sort of brought him round to sort of that soft stuff that we really enjoyed last yeah. year was really starting to show out i mean like when he's um when he's starting he's trying to get everyone to read the thing from the manual mm-hmm. and he's sort of called you know one of them sexy and one of them that it was so <laughs> it was so much more it was more of the things that we like to see from the doctor mm-hmm. and you know you get all this thing of him trying pretending not to care about like we're leaving and yeah. sort of going and Pretending not to sort of care about, you know, I can't solve all their problems or whatever, and all that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But you know, really, that he would like to, yeah,
0: it's to like stay to and fix
1: it. But mm. he, he, you know, he's got to keep up this kind of persona of disinterest for mm. for some for for Clara as well as anyone else. I think that might be another another sort of sticking point with people: the fact that Clara is back for another round. Do you think? Hmm, <laughs> I do think. Yeah. <laughs> um. I did, I mean, I did think when we had the thing of her being old mm. and you get that kind of parallel between um, that shot where Clara helps the very aged-length Doctor open the cracker mm-hmm. and then you get a parallel of that with the Doctor and the aged Clara. Yeah. I did wonder if they're just going to make it like a super sad ending and just say... That's it. Yeah, that's it. You know, you're Gone, you're done. And... Um, yeah, I I just was I, I don't know I don't know about going oh it's another dream and taking the thing off and then finding her back and she's the, her regular age. It mm-hmm. just did seem kind of a
0: yeah. See, i I'd, I'd heard that up until sort of like the filming that Jenna Coleman was leaving, mm. and that was supposed to be the ending where it was like the aged Clara, and then obviously she decided that she was going to stick around. But at the same time, I kind of wonder whether whether there was like the whole thing had already been written out like written out as it appeared in the episode, mm. do you know what I mean? Yeah. So like uh, so more like Moffat was working on the assumption that Jenna Coleman was staying, yeah, but then if needs if she decided she wasn't, then that last bit where the doctor and regular age Clara escaped the dream finally. Or did they? No. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: yeah. So, how many tedious Gallifrey uh, outpost Gallifrey posts are they going to be saying it's all still a dream? I don't know. I didn't look. I, I bet there will <laughs> be. Every everything that happens is going to mm. be now. Oh, it's another dream. It's actually still a dream. They're still there. And at the end of season nine, they're going to wake up and rip the crabs off their head. And all that sort of... <laughs> oh.
0: well. I did find it slightly curious that uh, when the Doctor like wakes up each time. That he's on a very similar-looking planet as the one as the one where uh, Clara, Clara takes him. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I thought that exact same thing. I'm glad it's not just me. But mm-hmm. there you go. It might just be something that he's he's thrown in for, for people like us who like to speculate about these sort of things. Yeah, probably just but... a coincidence.
0: And uh, <laughs> we got well, we got this bit of set. We may as well use it.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. They probably just said, hey, "Lie down for this bit here, will you, Pete?" And yeah. we'll uh, get this bit of the Christmas special in while we're here. Yeah, um yeah, so, uh, yeah. going back to the, the companion stuff, I did feel like they were lining Ashley up as sort of companion material type thing. Mm. Like the, the the dialogue between her and the doctor and you know, she's saying you he's saying to her, you know, science and you work it out and that sort of thing. It it sort of sounded like the beginnings of putting that relationship down. Mm. you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I was kind of wondering whether they were going to try and do that route with uh, Shona. Mm,
1: Shona as well. I think there was quite a few... I saw on Twitter there was quite a few shouts for for Shona to mm. to be the next companion. Also, she was very much a sort of XP of uh, some of the, the people who were watching it, I expect, when yeah. she sort of wakes up on her sofa and you know, she's got her list of festive viewing, which was quite like my list of festive viewing. And, yeah. Um, <clears throat> um, you know, I think the only thing it was missing is because it's a family show that the her, t- her little coffee table wasn't full of <laughs> empty <laughs> drinks cans.
0: <laughs> yeah. Now I, I'm sure the lady who played Shona would do a fantastic job, but I just kind of think that if like they were going to bring Shona in as like a, another companion, I just wonder whether she'd be most like should be dismissed offhand as like a bit being a, a bit too like Rose Tyler. 2.0. Do you know
1: what I mean? I mean, well, again, you know, she's blonde. You know, she's Work-ish. white. She's young woman. You know, it's it's all those things again, isn't it? Mm. Um, but also, you kind of got that sort of Donna-ish edge of she sort of wants to be clever, but she doesn't. She hasn't lived up to her potential mm. and all that sort of thing. So you've got that kind of vibe going on again. Yeah. Say so also, we should give a shout out to Michael Troughton, son of Patrick, mm. in this episode. Yeah,
0: I'm surprised he didn't get more to do
1: yeah actually I, again I think that's probably the whole problem with this episode
0: yeah
1: because um, um, Fiona as well Maureen Beatty, um mm-hmm. she got she didn't get a lot to do and I thought she had a nice little bit of banter again with the doctor and you get that revelation when she wakes up mm-hmm. and she goes to get up but she's in a wheelchair.
0: wheelchair yeah
1: and it was so like, oh okay, we're not gonna do anything more about that.
0: I was kind of like thinking when when it was real to be in a wheelchair. Like, it was a payoff for something that never happened. Do you know what I mean? It's like Yeah,
1: or maybe there's a thing of maybe she doesn't want to go back because she doesn't want to be in a wheelchair in the dreams you can walk. Yeah. You know, maybe sort of play it play it along like that or something.
0: Yeah, but that never really seemed to happen. I think it's
1: just obviously to get that kind of little, oh, at the oh. end, and then kind of nothing more. Mm. I think we should... Let's talk about the elephant in the room, Danny being back.
0: Do you know what? Okay, it might be a bit controversial here, but I didn't totally mind him in this one. Okay. Actually, this is probably some of... me the best sort of banter between him and Clara, I yeah.
1: think. Yeah, actually, probably is. Um, so it's interesting, obviously, that he's kind of the idealised version of danny maybe Um, that's
0: why that's that's kind of strange do you know what i mean
1: kind of clara's kind of ideal danny i don't know i think because we were so kind of done with him Mm. at the end of last year and i think everyone kind of was yeah and after again that him and clara have got the chemistry of sort of two house bricks (laughs) put closely to each put next to each other Mm. i don't know um it was kind of again. It was sort of that oh, when he popped up because again, I had no idea he was coming no. back even for this little cameo. But I think part of me is like, you know what? Can we be done with him now? Mm-hmm.
0: I think we probably are done with him now. But I think it was just he was just a device to have like Clara track deeper into the dream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. because oh yeah,
1: I understand completely why he was there. Mm-hmm. But I think even as kind of like this dream person, yeah, <laughs> it was kind of.
0: I mean, he could have
1: fairly tiresome. You for could me. have
0: even like had like Matt Smith in his, in his place. You know, the well, if
1: they had had Matt Smith in his place, the bloody internet would have jizzed itself inside out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it would not all. <laughs> mm.
1: Oh dear. So yeah, I think I think for me with this one, it, it's kind of difficult. To it's almost kind of difficult to assess it because it's one of those things of an episode that just sort of happened. Mm. And then it yeah. was over. I mean, it, you know, it was fun to watch and I watched it with my family. I watched it with my dad and my brother who, you know, watch Doctor Who casually occasionally but aren't big sort of capital F fans. I mean, mm. my dad watches it every week but, um, you know, if he missed it one week he wouldn't, you know, cry about it sort yeah. of thing. So, I mean, and they they enjoyed it but mm. it was one of those things of as soon as it went off it was kind of done with.
0: Yeah.
1: It was one of those total ones. But to be honest, it's sort of how I felt when I watched The Time of the Doctor. Mm. Even though you get a regeneration in that episode,
0: yeah.
1: it was just kind of a sort of a series of things that happened until the regeneration. Or it felt that way when I watched it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It wasn't until we went back and we when we got the box set of the twenty thirteen specials mm-hmm. and we watched them in a big chunk. Yeah. It worked way, way better it was much more interesting watch yeah. and it kind all the threads kind of made much more sense and it, it sort of had a lot more emotional impact, yeah. but that's because it was sort of part of a continuous
0: It was part flow. three. It was part yeah. three of a story, really.
1: It's part three of a story. Whereas mm. on its own, it just, it, it, well, it, this one, it didn't really work. It was too mm. long sort of between everything else. Um, but with last Christmas, I, I, it's one of those ones of, I can't see me sort of game, oh, we must sit down and watch last Christmas. Mm. I really want to. I really want to revisit that.
0: Yeah. It.
1: It. It was just. It was kind of very sort of an episode.
0: Mm-hmm. Now I'm
1: not saying that Doctor Who Christmas special should be mind blowing, and but we we sort of expect just a good episode. And I just wish they would make their minds up mm. about how sort of festive they want to go with it, mm. because you can't keep doing some of this and some of that because it just they ain't working.
0: Yeah. We can't really talk much about the Dream Crabs because, yeah, they're there. They're, they're again, they're there. They're there. Um, prosthetics. It,
1: yeah, it was, it was a nice effect. Mm-hmm. And I did, did like the whole thing of when they sort of opened up and you could see the face of the person inside. I thought mm-hmm. that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but again, it was sort of like, there's sort of bigger, fleshier versions of the facehuggers from Aliens. Yeah. That's it, really. Again, they're kind of an unremarkable... Not that I'm wrong. I mean they say they're an interesting effect, but they're not kind of nothing like, say like the Teller from yeah. this year's from earlier in the series, earlier in season eight. Mm-hmm. It, something that was like so, kind of so weird and different. Yeah. So that's my standard I'm looking at, and it just didn't didn't sort of connect up with that.
0: Mm. Well, I suppose we'll just get on to the score, shall we? Let's get to it. Okay, so what are you giving it? I'll give it a six. Yeah, I think that's probably fair enough for six. I mean, because there, there's some really good bits. In it. I mean, I loved like the Doctor and Santa sniping back and forth at one another, um, and actually Santa actually won up being the Doctor in a few, few points. <laughs> that was really good. But on the whole, I mean, it, like we say, it wasn't bad. It wasn't. But it
1: wasn't outstanding either. Yeah,
0: um, it was all right.
1: It was fine, and I think that's probably. I don't know, perhaps that's what they were going for. That with with the way that season, how they film has changed, mm. uh, how their breakdown of the years changed. Again, I sort of wonder if, you know, season eight's only just finished, really. It was yeah. only a few weeks ago. I mean, it feels like eons ago, but mm. it was only a few weeks ago. So it doesn't really feel like we've had sort of this long old time and there's anticipation has built up again for Christmas because we haven't seen Doctor Who for six months. Mm like it was years ago, but then that means they have to film the Christmas special in July. Yeah. So because the, their blocks have changed, you're going to get them um, much more like this. So I think maybe having to film and write in much quicker succession mm-hmm. or much more bunched together, you're getting a much more, this is just an episode in the season feel, rather than a sort of, a, it's a special.
0: Mm. So we'd we like to hear what you thought about Les Christmas. You can email us at show at simply com. Also, we do have a Facebook page. I if you would be too goodest to tell us about that
1: yeah come on over to facebook type in greatest show in the galaxy podcast up in the search bar and you'll find us give us a like and uh write something
0: on our wall yeah why not also we do have a twitter account at greatest show pod and also while you're on simply syndicated do check out all the other good shows you should know them all by now to try out simply everything and uh all that great great stuff
1: buy a t-shirt buy a hoodie
0: yes so with that being said thank you very much emma thank you mike and we'll talk to you next time
1: ey buah <laughs>